Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. This is Isaiah chapter 6. Today's chapter is another very famous one, and it begins a completely new section of Isaiah, of Yeshayahu. Many commentators consider this to be chronologically the beginning of Yeshayahu's career as a prophet. Although this is somewhat controversial, I am going to take this approach. This approach looks at this chapter as Yeshayahu, Isaiah's call to his mission as a prophet of God. This chapter also may be familiar to many of you as the Haftorah, as the weekly portion of the prophets that is, uh, that is read together with the Torah portion of Yitro, the portion where the Ten Commandments were given to the Jewish people. Some of the verses will also be familiar to many of you as they make up the climax of the Kedusha prayer that is recited in synagogue during the Amidah every day. I'm going to present this chapter a little different than my usual format. As I will first read through the first eight verses, I will point at several questions that arise from these verses, the questions that perplex all of the commentators that speak about this chapter, And that will conclude today's podcast. And in the next podcast, I will give an approach and an answer to the the understanding of these powerful verses. Start with verse 1. Bishnat mot hamelach uziyahu vo'ere'et Adonai yoshev al kiseiram v'nisa v'shulov mile'im et In the year that the king Uziah died, or Uzziah died, I saw the Lord God sitting upon a throne lifted high and exalted and his his train or the his cloak flowed and filled with light the entire hechal the entire um hechal portion the holy portion of the of the temple verse 2 serafim omdim mimaalo sheish knafaim sheish knafaim lechot vishtaim yichasefonov uvishtaim yichaseraglov uvishtaim yofeif there were fiery angels that stood above him called serafim they had six wings and two pairs of... Each one had six pairs of wings. Two over his face, two over, over his feet, and with two he would fly. And all of them were surrounding God and calling towards each other. Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. Holy, holy, holy Adonai Tzvot is God, of uh, uh, the Lord God of hosts. All of the land is filled with his glory. And the doorposts, the posts of the door were moved and shaking by the sound of the voice and the house and the temple was entirely filled with smoke. Yeshayahu here gives a short version of the same vision that was seen by Yechezkel, by Ezekiel, which is described there in much more detail. It is important to note that Yeshayahu makes this a much shorter version of a very similar vision. What was Yeshayahu, what was Isaiah's reaction? Vomar and I said, Oili kinid mesi. Woe is to me, for I am lost, I am hopeless. Ki ish onochi, for I am a man of unholy lips. Or, or, Tame uh, contaminated lips. And I live among people, among human beings that are all of unholy lips. For, for me to have seen God Himself with my eyes. 
Eli Echad Menas Rafim, immediately one of these fiery angels flew towards me, Uviya Do Ritzpah, and in his hand was a Ritzpah, which here would be is interpreted as a, a hot glowing stone or coal. Bemel Kochayim, holding it with tongs, Lakach. Even the angel, the fiery angel himself, had to hold this hot coal with 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 uh, with thongs. Mayalam is back, and he had taken it from the altar from within the temple. and he touched me on the mouth with this. Vayomer, and he said, Now, behold, look, this fiery coal has touched you and burned you on your lips, and therefore besar Now all of your sins are removed, and your iniquity, your impurities, have been purified. Suddenly, after this purification, then all of a sudden I heard not the voices of the angels, but the voice of God Himself calling out, "Et mi Who shall I send?" And then God turns to the angels, "Who will go for us?" But Omar and I answered, "Who will take upon this mission?" Here I am. Send me. There are many, many issues that the commentaries discuss on this. I'm going to lay out some of the main questions that come. Number one, those of you that have been following along in this podcast may find this vision very incongruous with the personality of the Ishayo that we have seen and that we have gotten to know until this point. Until this point, we found an Isaiah who is very much attached to fixing this world, an Isaiah who is about helping the poor, justice for the downtrodden. Where does this vision of holiness and grandeur and burning angels and the throne of God sounds like we're discussing a completely different person. Question number two. His reaction to this scene is very puzzling. Why does he choose to call himself a temes vatayim, one of unholy lips? Why the lips? And why also the reference to the Jewish people calling them temes vatayim, people of unholy lips? If his point was that, they, that he and the Jewish people among whom he lived were sinful and unworthy, why call them sinful lips? They're sinful people, or any other term. Another question. If they were so sinful, and if he was a person of sinful lips, as he said, what is the symbolism of a fiery angel touching a burning coal to his mouth and suddenly declaring him, now you're purified of sin? Since when was putting a burning coal to the mouth a process of repentance, of cleansing the soul? Furthermore, the fiery angel said to Isaiah, Your sin is cleansed. He said to Isaiah, Your sin. But Isaiah said, had said that I am sinful and the people are sinful. What about the sin of the people? If, if, if Isaiah wasn't able to speak because that I reside among a people of, of sin, what about them? Furthermore, as soon as Yeshayahu was cleansed by the coal, suddenly God announced to the assembled people, "Mi who shall go for us on this message, on this on this um, mission?" God announced to the angels. He said, "Who shall go?" And Isaiah all of a sudden answered, "Send me." This was such a dramatic change. From one moment he was afraid that he was going to die because he didn't belong there with the holy angels. Suddenly he's willing to volunteer himself for the mission of God Himself. This definitely brings to mind the contrast with Moshe, with Moses, who in front of the burning bush was asked directly by God to go on a mission, and he kept on turning it down. And why the fiery coal? 
And why, again, does it choose the term Ritzpah, which is not the normal term. Usually a term for a fiery coal would be a Gachelet. Rather, the, 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 the prophet here chooses the word Ritzpah to refer to a fiery coal. And finally, until verse 8, until the last verse that we read today, Isaiah didn't hear the voice of God speaking. He only heard the voice of the angels. God himself did not speak, or at least Isaiah did not hear God speak until his lips were opened and purified by the burning coal. What is the significance of all of this? Please tune in to the next podcast to hear our answer to the questions we just laid out above.